Oh, wig. It's hot local singles. Welcome to Hot Local Singles. It's the first annual Floppy Awards, the Gay Grammys. Call it what you want. It's it's fucking happening. <laughs> Call it what you want. It's the night we've all been waiting for. Yep. The Floppies, the most important award ceremony of the year. Thank you for serving looks on the red carpet, little locals. Amazing. I'm Josh. And this is Juan, your co-host for the evening. Hi, Juan. And tonight we'll be honoring the best and the worst of 2020. Yeah, we're really excited. We got a lot of votes and democracy is going to win tonight as opposed Mm -hmm. to the election, as opposed to the Grammys. This is a real important night for 2020. (laughs) But before we talk music, we're going to kick off the evening with Pop Culture Moments of the Year. The Slay Yes Mama Award. And obviously we couldn't do it alone. No. So we have a very special guest. The first ever guest on this podcast actually is returning. A frequent collaborator as of right now. It's Christian. Hi, Christian. Hi. Happy to be back. Uh, recurring. Thanks for coming. Really huge moments. Yeah. Year defining. They're so big that the vaccine didn't make it in. Uh, <laughs> COVID itself didn't make it into the moments of the year <laughs> because these were way, way bigger. So we're going to count them down from eight to one based on the listeners' votes, the patrons' votes, everyone's votes. So let's start with eighth place. Mm-hmm. It is Emma Bunton admits she wouldn't know where to start with trying to come up for a vaccine for COVID-19. Thank you, Emma. And congratulations. <laughs> congratulations on your eighth place. We're all clapping. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's our experience with this moment? Because it is essentially fake news. Like, it didn't happen. It was a right. viral tweet that is not based in reality. And yet, it has the sheen of something that did happen, and she did say. It's rooted mm-hmm. in reality, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It might not be, she might not have said it, but she probably thought it. I mean, <laughs> the three of us, have we not thought, we don't know where to start with a COVID vaccine. Yeah, I was, countless yeah. times I was like, I wish I could fix this. <laughs> um, I didn't know where to start all year. <laughs> but yeah, Emma Bunton slayed it with that comment that she never made. Yeah, yeah. slay a mama to Emma Bunton. A good mom, a good mom. Yeah. And then in seventh place, we have a, Definitely more ridiculous moment than that. That did happen. This is completely real, even though it seems faker than what we just read. And it's David's got a I Have a Dream EDM remix. Thank you, David, for that moment. What an amazing moment in pop culture. David's got a... David's got a... <laughs> Thank you, David's got a... EDM remix. <laughs> this is a great moment. I got home wasted, saw this, watched it a few times in a row. <laughs> the horror just sunk further and further every time. There's a huge drop, like considering it's Martin Luther King reciting his speech, it's a massive earthquaking drop. Like it really, really like blew my speaker, you know? And David has a mic going like, hey guys, Bob's building, interjecting some of his social commentary. Completely brain dead. Yeah. What does that white straight guy from France know about? Definitely nothing. That's why he did this in the first place. On, yeah. on the edge of the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful backdrop, yeah. The beginning of the year was very that. Just like, everyone was shooting their shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone had something to say and, like, had to make it a live stream. 
in a way, this is like the cousin to the Imagine song, which didn't make it into our category, actually. But this is kind of right. like the worst version of that. If you thought Imagine was bad, then David Guetta like, had to one-up Gal Gadot. This could be the darkest moment on the list. <laughs> I think definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Six plates goes to these sentences. Fiona Apple's fifth record is Unbound, a wild symphony of the everyday and unyielding masterpiece. No music has ever sounded quite like it. And that's a, broad, a bold statement by Pitchfork. <laughs> a bold, bold statement that was like on the timeline for what felt like centuries. That day when that <laughs> happened, everyone was like clutching their pearls. No one could believe this was being said. Even Fiona Apple fans were like shocked. Did this get a 10 um, out of 10 on Pitchfork? Yeah, yeah. The first album since Kanye West's um, the Black Whatever Fantasy. I forget what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna the music. You, we're not gonna... <laughs> the music expert has joined the chat um yeah what a crazy moment for 2020 uh it just solidified the fact that we all were manic and going crazy including the staff at pitchfork and what they really yeah. needed was fiona apple banging on some pots and pans <laughs> which you know not in a sophie style but maybe in yeah, more like earthy style of pots and pans. Yeah. Thank you, Pitchfork. Thank you to those sentences. Yeah. Slay us, mama. <laughs> they definitely slay that, mama. The fifth most slay us, mama moan of the year was Grimes <laughs> replying, I love you, but please turn off your phone or give me a doll. I know this isn't your heart. After, Elon Musk tweeted, pronouns suck. Thank you, Grimes. Wait, I think the... Oh, not doll. Yeah. It was Probably supposed to be doll, but she did type oh, she doll. Did? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's direct from Twitter. Uh, this is another instance where I had not, I didn't know this happened until I was reading this list. I'm so glad we brought a light to the most important moments of the year, such as this one. <laughs> <laughs> we could have had a whole list of Elon Musk tweets in 2020. He really slayed Yes Mama the Twitter game this year. <laughs> he really did, did he release the... EDM? He did. Oh yeah, he did. He released the song. But I think what was really funny about this moment is that I think like, yeah, he had been saying like crazy shit all year, like, yeah, we'll invade Bolivia, we have to, or whatever. And then Grimes only said anything to him the second that he was like, pronouns suck. Wish I could see some of the inner workings on in that. I don't know I if know. you can call it a household, but whoever, whoever they're interacting with in confined spaces, like, the only glimpse we've gotten was when Azalea went inside their quote-unquote household. Yeah. yeah, and she was in the, like, what, the foyer for, like, three days. <laughs> they, like, they, like made, made her sleep in the hallway. <laughs> also, Grimes had a baby this year. She's late that. She's a literal mama now. But oh, my God. Slay his mama. Oh, I got that came out. Grimes and Azalea, wow, huge this year. Huge Thank this you to year. both. Yeah. In fourth place, I'm really happy I'm reading this moment. In fourth place, we have Lana Del Rey wears a, ma a mesh mask at least twice. At least twice. I think it happened several times. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about this was the first time that it caused controversy. It was in a photo shoot for interview, mm -hmm. I believe, right? So on a controlled mm -hmm. set, right? You could at least yeah. fake that she wasn't walking around like that. Yeah. <laughs> but then she went to the meet and greets <laughs> or the book signings, whatever she was doing, whatever she was yeah. doing. <laughs> it's hard to say. 
And what's even funnier is that during the photo shoot, like in the actual magazine, there's like a little asterisk that says, please do not wear this mask in public. Because Interview knew that it was like a public health hazard. And uh. then Lana Del Rey goes ahead and does that in public. Not only like, she was like hugging fans. She was like literally kissing fans while wearing a mesh mask. Yeah. And what you have to say about this moment is that it was like Lana's best moment this year because she just had flop after flop after flop this year. But that was pretty funny. Thank you, Lana. And Slayest Mama to you. Third place was when RuPaul queered the fracking industry by owning 60,000 acres of prime oil drilling land in Wyoming. Now, that's actually a lot of prime oil land in Wyoming. So slay yes, mama to you, RuPaul. Yes, 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 queen. (laughs) You keep raising the bar for frackers all over the country. <laughs> this is what got him the old Navy deal. Probably, exactly. Yeah. The oil to like flip-flop pipeline has never been closer. So I know a few things happened around here. Is this why he w- got off Twitter for a certain period of time? Was it because he didn't want to take criticism for this? I think so, yeah. yeah. And then the other impact was, you know, RuPaul's Frack Race is now the name of the show. <laughs> Actually, weirdly, it's the first time I hear that joke. (laughs) (laughs) And then the third impact was on myself where I'm going, "Hmm." because now I believe Jeffree Star's bought in Fracking Land, right? Or was that a fake Twitter? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it could have have been fake, but I saw that. It could have been fake. (laughs) Or it's maybe a necessary step to increase one's wealth after a certain threshold. Yeah. Maybe so. I'm not sure. It really seems like a queer way of making money these days. Like, if if you're a gay man with a certain amount of wealth, you have to buy land in Wyoming. Kanye did it. Fruitball did it. <laughs> and now Jeffree Star. Who else is going to do it? Come on. I'm... <laughs> I believe Emma Bunton said she wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this moment, though, gave punchlines to gay comedians on Twitter. Seriously. All year long. This happened really early this year, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it was great. I think it was just like shows precisely what's wrong with like queer like neoliberal mm-hmm. politics and we love rupaul for that and speaking of politics in second place we have the most important poli- political cultural and social figure of 2020 her name is alex also known as hrh collection and mm-hmm. god we could have chosen a thousand <laughs> moments this year just a thousand she really slayed the game of this course but we chose yeah. specifically when she said the following sentence if you get it you get it if you don't you don't if you know you know and if you don't know i honestly feel bad for you (laughs) (laughs) i'm obviously not doing justice to it the way she says it is like so aggressive huge year for hrh collection she went she was huge this year yeah yeah i've barely seen any other like youtube adjacent personality um blow up on gay twitter this year Except for that, like, uh, sloppy guy that eats all that food and, like, shits in his bed. Nico Cotto, <laughs> avocado. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what? I'm just gonna, I mean, I'm gonna leave it. I don't want to hear about it, but, like, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but HRH collection, I mean, just fascinating. And also, uh, really impressed by the people that are able to sit through those videos and parse out the good bits for the rest of us. I know. Yeah. Those are the real heroes. I've I've been that guy. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. The frontline workers of 2020 are the people who edit out the best moments of HRH videos. My favorite, Period. apart from this moment, my favorite is when she goes to have lunch and it's like a 
plate of boiled vegetables and a americano in a, in a wine glass <laughs> <laughs> and then she calls herself fad for five minutes uh, i love that there was a moment we all almost included but it was like too unrelated to music which is where she defends eating a potato oh yeah that's <laughs> like really good at runner-up i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's totally one of my roommates too because like she i showed that to her i was like oh my god you're gonna love this. This is you know. This is you because you love eating only like potatoes and like cabbage. <laughs> cabbage and potatoes. I look. Thank you. Cherry is a girl everyone can connect to. Yeah, she really like showed the anger. We. That's what I love about her. She's always mm. so angry. She's angry. There's a good clip of her like pretending to spray a machine gun. <laughs> There's a really good clip like, of her with the hands. With the hands. With the hands. And it's like she's so in her head that like she invents these scenarios where she would exactly. be using a gun. It's like really amazing. There's something yeah. to it. Beautiful. So slay yes mama to HRH. You are number two. Well, and the winner of the slay yes mama <laughs> moment of the year is Halsey wishing 9-11 upon the World Trade Center. Can the basement that they run Pitchfork out of just collapse already? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, yeah. I I thought this was gonna win the second we put it on the list. What an amazing statement! This is yeah. actually a reaction to the Fiona Apple quote. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened early in the year when her album Manic came out. And Manic is right. That's what she was feeling when she tweeted this out. And she, I guess, mm-hmm. she didn't know that Pitchfork was in the World Trade Center. And she just said, can they please <laughs> collapse? Can the basement please collapse already? And the implications of that were to resonate for the whole year because this whole year was people just shitting on Pitchfork, essentially. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of this year. That's every time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is a review. <laughs> Nobody cares about every time. another outlet. Like, Rolling Stone mm-hmm. is checking that, you know? Billboard, yeah. that's run by a gay now. That's on Twitter as well. So everyone that, like, you'd expect to get news <laughs> We need the drama, and that's why Pitchfork brings us that, because they've yet to succumb to what the gays want. Yeah, everything is a blog in comparison to Pitchfork. It is crazy. It's the only one. Slay us, Mama Pitchfork. Slay slay us, Mama Bald Bitch Halsey. Yeah. Her response to the outrage as well was great. Uh, I think just like a all close to all caps, if not all caps, all caps and energy response apologizing that she didn't know and she would like never wish that upon the world trade center (laughs) but she would upon like a random basement yeah she said two floors that's fine we can make we can do without (laughs) (laughs) well thank you halsey for that that's the slay yes mama award thank you christian thank you for having me slay yes mama to you first and foremost (laughs) Yeah, honorary winner. We'll send you a little statue at a, a little floppy award in the mail, Christian. Thank you. I am <laughs> very happy to take on this award in, uh, in the absence of Halsey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we try to reach. We, we try to reach Halsey, but she couldn't make it. <laughs> she was busy making amazing music. I was used to that. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. Thanks, we might see you later. <laughs> Next award is video of the year announced by little local andy best video or best visual media synchronized to a musical composition thereby creating (laughs) content of the year i mean i don't know how i could have forgotten that one (laughs) andy please enlighten us who is the winner 
Let's count it down, Andy. Hi, Hot Local Singles. It's Miss and Baby. With live concerts canceled this year, music videos became even more important for artists to give us something fun, something for the summertime, something for the girls to get ready and potty to. From Yummy by Justin Bieber to Easy by Trey Sivan and Casey Musgraves, 2020 has shown us there is still plenty to look forward to. The results are in for video of the year. Here are the nominees from least to most popular. In seventh place is Dua Lipa, Angel, Fever. Sixth place is Christina the Queens, La Vita Nova. Fifth place goes to The Weeknd, Blinding Lights. Fourth place goes to Grimes, Delete Forever. In third place, Isabella Love Story, Keaton Hill. Second place, Arca Mequetrefe. And the winner of Video of the Year is Stephanie Summers Martinelli, aka Lady Gaga, 911. Congratulations, Gaga. Okay, thank you, Andy. Thank you. Our little locals are so talented. Seriously. So is Lady Gagosian. <laughs> Lady Gagosian. <laughs> Lady Gagosian gets her first floppy, the height of her career, an Oscar. Who gives a fuck? She has a floppy now. <laughs> Congratulations to 911. It's an okay video. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love and respect your opinions, but yeah. I do think Kitten Heel in a just world. Mm-hmm. I mean, just give it to Isabella, you mm. know what I mean? Come on. Low we should have rigged that. High impact. Yeah, we should have rigged that. Congratulations <laughs> to Isabella and Shahan, a friend of the pod who was the director for that video. Yeah. And my personal favorite was the also low budget Mechatrefa one was a quintessential COVID video. Arca. Like no location, no nothing, just like a green screen, special effects, and a good performer. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. Uh, but amazing video. Shout out to all of them though. Yeah. Keeping us um, sane this year, video of the year. Except for the weekend. <laughs> <JK>. Right. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Congratulations, Lady Gaga. You will be getting your award once you come on the pod. So please, if her people are listening to this, please get her to come on to Hot Local Singles. Next category. Let's go. EP Next of the year. Next category, baby. EP of the year. For our, for all our short kings, this category <laughs> honors projects with short length but huge impact. <laughs> yeah, this one's actually sponsored by... Um... <laughs> Crickets. By, um, the, by those Doc Martens with like huge platform. Yeah, yeah. Or like any Nikes, really. They have huge yeah. heels. Yeah, they always What's up with that Nike? Yeah. <laughs> no, but thank you, Short Kings. Thank you, Projects Under Eight Songs. In last place is Cecile Believe with Plucking a Cherry from the Void, mm-hmm. which we have to stand. We have to pluck that cherry from that void. In fourth <laughs> place, we have a big star whose homosexuality we don't care about, we tolerate, and his name is Troy Zivon with <laughs> the project In a Dream, which I've stand a little bit, but I'm glad it's fourth. <laughs> Trails <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> talent. There's talent There's somewhere some talent there. there. Third place, congratulations, Isabella Love Story, just mentioned in Video of the Year, in fact, mm-hmm. for Mariposa. Mm-hmm. Good EP. Thank you. Great rising star. Can't wait to see what she does next. And then the runner up. Oh my God. This EP was everywhere this year. Yeah. Christine and the Queens, <laughs> La Vita Nova. A trilingual project, I think. Maybe yeah, even exactly. four, four languages. Who knows? But um, congratulations, Christine. Yep. And the best EP of the year by popular demand. 
33% of you voted this. It's Shy Girl, alias. Congratulations. Congratulations, Shy Girl. Absolutely snaps. Roaring applause all over the Kodak Center or whatever the floppies are happening. (laughs) Yeah, where are the floppies? (laughs) We need to nail that down now, actually. Where (laughs) are we? we (laughs) I want to say we are somewhere in LA. Yeah, the LA. Codex Center, something, wherever the Oscars happen, but it's bigger than the Oscars, so. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I'll try to remember that. Yeah. No wonder I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I'm so fucking wasted. Just to get something in word. Uh, okay, next up. Uh, frankly, a random category that you can only get here. It's yeah. Remix of the Year. Remix of the Year. This one honors uh, whoever mixed... just to be clear this is not a category for the best mixed people of the year no this is my god stupid (laughs) me by the way this category honors essentially producers right there's people who took the stems from a track and made it better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then last place we actually have a tie yeah. Between two big name artists by the name of Jesse Wirt, Ulala, Honey Dijon Remix. That's one of Thank them. Thank you, honey. The other one is Tim Impala, Borderline, Blood Orange Remix. Lots of names there. Lots of big lots names. Of, <laughs> lots of words, lots of names. Yeah. But really good names. Like we got really listen. Let's sound yeah. it out. Jesse Ware, Honey Dijon. <laughs> really good combination. <laughs> Tim Impala, Blood Orange. I mean, I mean, is it 2014? Yeah, but it was a good comment. <laughs> that, that was so dumb. I'm sorry, listener. <laughs> Fifth place, Lady Gaga, Free Woman, another Honey Dijon joint. It's the Honey Dijon Realness remix. This song goes off. Thank you, Honey Dijon. It's all about Honey Dijon when it comes to remixes. Yeah, if I've learned something this year is that she's an amazing remixer. And then I'm not keeping track of the numbers, but the next stop we have... Four. Let me four... we have oh the most controversial remix of the year Dua Lipa Pretty Please by Masters at Works remixed by Masters at at Work and sort of like curated (laughs) (laughs) curated by the Blessed Madonna who will make a comeback to this award show she's sitting right there I see it hi Blessed hi Blessed (laughs) (laughs) front row (laughs) great about that Sorry, Blessed, they're actually in the wrong seat. That's Lady Gaga. Thank you. Wait, actually, just just pause. <laughs> can we just, uh, can we just... <laughs> Blessed, can you please... No, in the back. Further back. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Blessed. Thank you. Thank you, Masters. Third place is absolutely the A.G. Cook remix of Money Machine, originally and still by 100 Gags. Mm-hmm. Feels so fave. It's a good one. It's my personal fave. I added this to the list. Yes. In second place, we have a queen who has been mm. raising the bar to weird queens around the world. Miss <laughs> Carolyn Polachek with the Gate Extended Mix. Yeah. A mix, not a remix. For all the depressed girls who needed not one minute, but 10 minutes of <laughs> sad music. And to you, we salute you. Enveloping sad atmosphere and i'm so happy to announce the clear populist choice for number yeah. one it's a ringtone remix obviously what obviously. else what else could have been 100 gex charlie xcx there are rico nasty in there bring back yeah. Kara Kara How about Kara Kara <laughs> honestly a moment and by a moment i mean it literally lasted me a week i didn't listen to it much after that but 
I did have a moment. With I it. liked it though. Yeah. And this award was presented with Colgate for. Oh. Uh, <laughs> since you're going to be laughing so much for this award show, you might as well laugh with a clean smile. Colgate. Some gorgeous teeth. <laughs> Thank you, Colgate. Thank you, Colgate. Thank you, 100 Gex, for remixing every fucking song this year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good one coming up. Collab of the year. Collab of the year. Collaboration, even. Hmm. And we have guests. I feel like for this category, we should invite someone who we personally collabed with. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. Yeah. Who should it be, one? Okay, how about High T? Oh, that's a great idea. Should we call them? Yeah, let's call them up. Hello, High T. Hi, Josh and Juan. <laughs> Thanks for having us. This is Madeline. And Leah. From High T Podcast. And... FYI, listeners, we have been on an episode of Hot Local Singles, and Hot Lo Local Singles have been on an episode of High Tea. So if you're looking for something to listen to over the holidays, I would recommend catching up. Yeah, we've got you covered. Um, <laughs> so honored to be at the Floppies, <laughs> <laughs> the first annual. Um the results are in, and here's how the listener ranked the best collabs of the year. Coming in last, wah, wah, we have Sega Bodega, <laughs> <laughs> Lapsley, Make You Stay. Boo, last place. <laughs> <laughs> um, tied, ooh, a tie, that's spicy, for fifth place. We have Undia, One Day, by Dua Lipa, J Bal Balvin, Bad Bunny and Birthday by Disclosure, Kalani and Sid. Wow. Have you heard any of these songs? Um, I've heard the Bad Bunny Dua Lipa one, but not the Disclosure one. I forgot about Disclosure until like right the second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to make a playlist with all of these and listen up. I mean, I've heard so obviously like the ones that are on albums, like, yeah, well, I don't want to spoil, so go ahead. <laughs> Tied in fourth place, another tie, there is Bad Karma by our girl Miley Cyrus featuring our other girl Joan Jett and Thos Moser by Goopy with Fraxium. In third place, give a round of applause for KLK by Arca and Rosalia. <laughs> Second runner up. In second place, another group I haven't heard the name of in time, <laughs> Christine and the Queens with Caroline Polachek for their song La Vita Nuova. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the winner of Collaboration of the Year is Lady Gaga featuring Blackpink, I'm Sour Candy. <laughs> Congratulations, Gaga. 2020, <laughs> unfortunately, was your year. Um, thank you, Hot Local Singles. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much, uh, girls from Haiti. That was a beautiful reading, much better than we've done all evening. Oh, that was that had really good moments <laughs> yeah. that I couldn't help but really die laughing about. So, yeah, thank you to our queens at Haiti. Thank you to our queens. That, that was an amazing reading and congratulations lady gaga for your second award of the evening we must say this category is under review by the electoral college because there was 
there is suspicions of meddling by K-pop stands. However, for the time being, we will give the statuette to Lady Gaga. It is in the mail. Uh, and Blackpink, mm -hmm. please send us your address since we don't know your address specifically. But we will be sending you Okay, Rachel. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> mean it like that. Birth um, certificate. <laughs> this award was presented by Levi's. So thank you, Levi's. <laughs> and congratulations to Lady Gagosian for that iconic award. <laughs> Lady in Gaga. <laughs> Lady in Gaga, yeah. Oh my God, that put me in a really good mood. Again, yes, listen to High Tea. Next up, we have Little Local Anna with the Longevity Award for Late Breaking 2019 Song. Now, this was for songs that were released late in 2019, but had longevity. And by longevity, we, we mean are about three months older than all the other songs we've talked about so far. <laughs> but still relevant. Yeah. Still relevant, remained relevant throughout the year. Hi, Josh and Juan. It's Anna. This category was only open to the little locals and hotties on Patreon. Here are the nominees for the Longevity Award for Late Breaking 2019 song. Tied in last place are Sad Day by FKA Twigs and Cyberbully by Doja Cat. In third place is Katy Perry, Harley's in Hawaii. Second place goes to Tinashe, Life's Too Short. And the winner of the 2020 Longevity Award for the 2020 Floppies goes to Grimes, So Heavy, I Fell Through the Earth. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. The exactly. Thank you, Anna. Rapturous applause emerging from the gallery for one of the best, most deserved awards of the evening. I'm not biased. Who's saying that? I'm not biased. <laughs> no <laughs> no I'm one kidding. said it. No one said it. It's okay. <laughs> I love this song, and yes, it has an amazing longevity. And yeah, thank you, Anna. That was uh, thank you for presenting. Thank you for coming to the floppies. You'll get your gift bag uh, in the backstage. Yep, that category was sponsored by Silly Putty. <laughs> Silly Putty in the mail. Category was sponsored by Tesla, but no, it was not rigged. <laughs> sponsored by Tesla. <laughs> Congratulations, Grams! You get a new Tesla car. <laughs> Sponsored by the Canadian Music Grant. <laughs> yeah, by Factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jesus. Something so. snapped in me about 10 minutes ago, <laughs> and I can tell it's going to be a good second half of the episode. Okay. Okay. <sighs> We're going to read some comments now, and this is going to make us lose it too. This is the break. Yeah. Mm. We're taking a break from listing songs for once, <laughs> and we're going to kind of reflect back at you what you said to us mm -hmm. in the comments section of your ballots because you guys have great opinions we got called out for a lot of things that we forgot to include and we get it we're listening and we'll do better <laughs> we're learning we're human um and there was only so many available slots what do you call me <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. While we take a break in between categories, we are going to read some honorable mentions that we got from the voters. Uh, these are things that we forgot to include. Not forgot to include, but we just didn't prioritize. That kid, someone wanted us to include it. Okay, we can't go that <laughs> slow for each one. <laughs> Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, um, the, the reason why I pause is because who is that by? What is that? I can't just say that kid. 
Oh, that's in with the artist. Okay. <laughs> Josh, this is a mess. I think it's really bad. Whatever. I think it's really bad. <laughs> oh my god! What the hell? We had some comments. Someone told us we're learning every day. We're learning every day. Like literally, right now, I just learned how to read. So we have <laughs> someone told us to put "Sign from Above" that is Lady Gaga featuring Elton John. To put "Sign from Above" as an option for you of the year is ageist, homophobic, misogynistic, <laughs> and shocking. Go Spelled. off, Queen. Yeah, <laughs> I do identify as all those things. So justice for Club Future nostalgia. The absence of rain on me in every category is wrong. There's one more here, too. Yeah, I don't want to read that one. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Megan the Stallion, y'all racist? Where was she? At the fucking Grammys, bitch. Go watch that show, then. You love it. her so much. This is not... Period. Period, yeah. And then here's a list of things, songs, artists, moments that people thought we should have included. That Kid, Sawayama, the album for Album of the Year, Momoland, Self-Destruct by Slater, Nicki Minaj's Verses and Trolls, and Nice to Meet Ya. Which is Megan Trainer, I believe. <laughs> yes, you're correct. Disclosure featuring Kellis. Kellis? I don't know that. Kellis, yeah. Kellis. That song was called Watch Your Step. T-T-T. And yeah, maybe maybe so. Maybe team. Mm-hmm. Maybe team. Eve's Tumor, Ian Isaiah, Daisies by Katy Perry, Namasenda, <laughs> The Hannah Diamond remix with Blady, mm. Planet 1999, Yeji, 7G by A.G. Cook. I mean, the list goes on. You people the have opinions, and yeah. they're all correct. They're to be all totally correct. Yes, we did forget several of those things. The Nikki versus sad. Several of these things were really sad that we didn't get to include them. But you have to keep in mind that we couldn't have included everything that was released this year. So... With that said, I hope you guys can forgive us and we hope that you stay with us as we move on to announce the biggest categories of the year, including album of the year and the smashes. The really good and meaty stuff is coming up. So, And we'll have more comments for you too a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Time for the next category though. Ew of the year. Ew. This is not an, the vibe. And exactly. This category honors those things that really made 20 year even worse than it already was. And that requires a lot of effort for to make 2020 worse. Mm. But these people are talented at making bad music. In seventh place, we have Love and Conan Gray with fake. In sixth place, I'm Ready by Sam Smith and Demi Lovato. Congratulations, king and queen. Ew, congrats on being ew. In fifth place, we have Lady Gaga and Elton John, Sign From Above. Congratulations, king and queen. And I'm sorry I misgendered Sam Smith. King or queen, Sam Smith, from the sixth place, if you recall, just moments ago. (laughs) Fourth place, Stuck With You by Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Oh, I really hated this one. Not the vibe. Nope. Ew, oh. early pandemic was so freaky deaky. Yeah. Like, people really thought they were doing something. Yeah, and this went number one in the Billboard chart, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't. I, I can't speak to that. <laughs> I can't speak to that. In third place, we have a tie. A tie I of love two a tie. equally bad songs. Actually, to me, these are the biggest use. Actually, never mind. Mm. Everything is so you. But in third place, we have <laughs> Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles, a song about eating pussy, and Dynamite by BTS, a song about talking big. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
Just not the vibe. Mm -mm. Thank you, Harry and BTS. Army, please follow me on Twitter. Second place (laughs) for Ew of the Year. Chosen Family by Rina Sawayama. Ew. Ew, not the vibe. Yeah, not the vibe. Truly saccharine sweet. Yeah. And dare I say, condescending. Condescending to the queer community and people who actually have to choose a family, but... (laughs) <laughs> Even that, like, ew, Rina, trying too hard. Offensive to real chosen family. Speak on it, Joshi. <laughs> speak on it. And rounding up the winner, the biggest, most disgusting song of the year, the biggest ew of the year. With 24% of the vote. None other than Yummy by Justin Bieber. Deserved. Grammy-nominated song. <laughs> yeah, deserved. Yeah, absolutely disgusting song. Another song about eating pussy, I think, if I'm correct. I mean, what is it? <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. No, it's not about <laughs> the act of eating pussy. It's about Justin Bieber writing a song called Yummy. First of all, the only award he's winning this year. Mm-hmm. Second of all, thanks to Bath & Body Works mm-hmm. for sponsoring that category. Yes, You'll be getting a candle in the mail to make your room smell less bad, Justin. To make it smell more yummy. It's actually a yummy (laughs) branded candle. And you don't want to know. It's the goop (laughs) candle that smells like Gwyneth's pussy. Stop. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Censored. Oh, Justin, Justin, Justin. Justin was so hot once. Remember that? Mm. Certainly have no memories in my head. (laughs) Wiped clean. Okay. Next up, we have Flop of the Year. Uh, frankly, really fun category. We got little local Eric hosting this one for you. Let's see what he says. Hi, this is Eric. This year, we all flopped, but the following people excelled at flopping. Here are the nominees for Flop of the Year. In last place is the flop of the flop of the year, Pia Mia. Coming in at number five is Lady Gaga for releasing an album that faded into the ether in a matter of months. In fourth is Ariana Grande for releasing an album with below average critical reception. In third place, Tory Lanez, who flopped when he decided to shoot Megan the Stallion and lie about it. The runner-up is the blessed Madonna and her club future nostalgia. And the winner is the biggest flop of the year, Katy Perry. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Congratulations, Katy Perry. I feel bad for Katy Perry. I don't think she deserved to win this category. She had a yeah. kid this year. For God's sake, fucking voters, what are you thinking? That's so inhumane. I actually agree with you. That being said, smile did suck, though. <laughs> smile, yeah. <laughs> Congrats, Plus Madonna, for coming second. And really, the winner should have been Tory Lanez for, mm. you know, exactly why he deserves to win this category. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, where's the fun in that, really? You know, exactly. Yeah, no, no, let's drag a woman for releasing a bad album, actually, <laughs> instead. Yeah. 35% of you agreed with that. So, Katy Perry, we do love you. I, I do love you. I mean, I won't speak for the whole yeah. chat. Future pop star is our next category. We have a little local George here. All the way from the UK? Is that what I hear correctly? Oh, wow. One's touching his ear. International award ceremony. Yeah. Here's George. <laughs> Hi, this is George, three-time floppy award winner for Man in a Woman's Business, presenting <laughs> the Best Future Pop Star Award. It's been a long and, say it with me, unprecedented year, but the future is looking brighter than ever. Here are the winners of the Hot Local Singles Best Future Pop Star Award. Third place goes to Honduras via Montreal, Isabella Love Story. 
and in second, a baddie for all seasons, Shy Girl. And the winner of Best Future Pop Star is... The Blessed... Med- Sorry, my apologies, Flo Millie. Congratulations <laughs> to Flo Millie, Best Future Pop Star. Amazing. Thank you, George. And congratulations to Flo Millie. Sorry, I'm collecting myself after that. Flo Millie, yes, deserved, I think. Yeah. I personally was really into Shy Girl and I was rooting for her in this category, but Flo Millie deserved it, I think. That yeah. album actually really made a huge impact, I think, so... I do think also this is kind of our best new artist, you know? Mm-hmm. So there is a curse involved. True. Yeah, it's true, it's true. So if we want Shy Girl to really succeed, I mean, George simply spilled the tea. Yeah, yeah. And snapped and, it too. And for me, <laughs> your award is a record deal with Holocaust singles. <laughs> so please just come by our offices whenever you feel like it. Whenever you're down, yeah. yeah. Whenever you're de- up here <laughs> in Canada. In Canada. What we'll do is upload your songs to Spotify <laughs> as podcast episodes. <laughs> so you actually won't make money, but we will get this one. <laughs> but you'll get the exposure. <laughs> yeah. I think we should bring back our friend Christian, Josh. I think so. I don't think I'm qualified to do this alone, yeah. The next category is a big one, and it's Smash of the Year Local. Christian, come help us. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Oh. In last place, we have a tie between Rare by Selena Gomez and Crazy by Kelly Rowland. Now that's local. Yeah, that's <laughs> local. We added Rare like at the very last minute and literally no one, like four people voted for it. Um, <laughs> we thought people were going to like it for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> for Rare, yeah. It just happened too early in the year, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the first thing released. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually heard the Kelly Rowland song, so I can't comment on that. But uh, Commander was a big song released many years ago. So congratulations, Kelly Rowland. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you to her legacy. Mm -hmm. Much like most of 2020, it was disco. Right, yeah. Um, So congratulations to those ladies. They are tied in last place. And really, what's more local than that? Yeah, that's a real (laughs) price. Ninth place, Smash of the Year local. Ava Max, with the late-breaking My Head and My Heart. Thoughts? I mean, it flopped, so... It's a... <laughs> As a nominee, it flopped. So... Have we... Like, I've heard it. Album, or did it get added on later on? It got added as track one. No, wait, really? Track one? Yeah, this is the last-minute edition. Nothing more local than being, like, added last minute to an album that it's already local to begin with. <laughs> that seems that, like... Everyone at the label was rushing for something that could maybe, you know, save the sinking ship. (laughs) And they they all agreed that this was the one to do it with. So they said, add it. The people are going to love it. And if they don't, the rest is still unwritten. Yeah. And they didn't because it came in ninth. But also congrats on being um, ninth. (laughs) Even even consider for this award, yeah. Eighth place is Baby by Madison Beer. A lot to say on this Congrats. song. It was the greatest Ariana Grande music video and song of the year. <laughs> if that's what we're comparing it to of the last, I don't know, three years. I think this is a smash. The public don't. <laughs> so maybe that, I don't know. I don't know what that says. I have to agree with you. I feel like if there wasn't a word for the, mo- the least appreciated Ariana Grande tribute act of the year, that would be Madison Pierce. <laughs> Beautiful song. I fucking love this song so much. Yes, I added it to the list. And I am a bit disappointed with the listener for ranking it so low. But hey, eighth place for Madison Beer, who like two people know her name. Pretty good. She should take it. That's a victory. 
Instagram model? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. With no identity, just swooping in this like track that sounds a lot like another really popular <laughs> peer of hers. I'm shocked people That's have right. been loving it. That's right. In seventh place, we have Katrinata and Tinashe with The Worst in Me. I guess that's that on that, like, <laughs> based on the silence in the chat. Um, I like this song a lot. I feel like it has good name recognition. You know, artist recognition alone is high, so strong. Hearing the name mm. Katrinata. People love hearing the name Katrinata. Even um, the Grimms. And some of us like hearing the name Tanache. so. As big of a fan of Tanache as I am, I've listened to this mm. song maybe three times. I don't remember a thing about it, but I'm sure it is good. Yes. Good. That's so generous. <laughs> Capital G, good. It's good enough. Okay, thank you, Ketra and Tanache. In sixth position, we have Positions <laughs> by Ariana Grande. Uh, yes, definitely very local. Definitely a smash. A good song. Um, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by far, I think Ariana Grande is like worst performing lead single, at least in terms of like public opinion. What about Focus? Oh yeah, you're right. We're gonna about focus. focus yeah. into new stratospheres. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> when you put it like that, <laughs> no, it got super loved, and you know it. <laughs> no, I disagree. It wasn't even the album, was it? No, she had megastar Iggy Azalea on that track. There's no way there's anything <laughs> worse than Stella. Focus had Iggy. No, no way. Uh huh. It's Iggy. No, no, Am I losing my mind? Fact check, fact check. It had an Iggy vibe. Focus. Oh. Yeah, yeah you're thinking problem. Yes, one less problem. Right, yeah, yeah. That's the one with Iggy. That was the Which print for focus. Yeah, exactly. They sound exactly yes. the same. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, focus is trash. <laughs> Great. Positions is Positions mediocre. Managed to sound like a massive track in the context of the album, mm. which is uh, impressive. Um but not good. Well, I love it, but <laughs> I fucking love it. I think about no, it's good, it's good. switching my positions for you all the time. Like it's an intrusive <laughs> thought at this point. And that's the sign of a good pop song. I'm a hater, so I'm biased. <laughs> I'm literally strapping on my knee-high boots for this one. <laughs> Tightening my pony for this one. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. Rounding out the top five. We have Yikes by Nicki Minaj. Wow. Barb's Unite. Wow. 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 <laughs> Track of the century. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Good song, though. I really liked it. It was like a pretty, I think it was like a freestyle that she did in the studio or something. That explains why I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's very Nicki, punchline after punchline. She says, you're a clown. You do it for likes. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not qualified to talk about it. I don't listen to it. Right. <laughs> people, people like it. I can talk. It was actually, full disclosure, it was my most listened to track of the year, according to Spotify. And 26.6% of the voters agreed with you on, so. Fourth place goes to Boss Bitch by Doja Cat. We're mm-hmm. getting into the good stuff. This yeah. is a great song. Probably like a minute and 30 seconds yeah. of soundtrack bliss. Uh, One of the last songs I remember partying to um, before everything happened. It really was right before, right before COVID hit. Did anyone watch this movie? 
No, I saw it was on Prime last night, and I thought about it, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, this looks like trash. I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's it's so horrible. I saw it in theaters. It was not oh, even no the way. last movie I saw in theaters. And um, there's some a pretty horrible, like, leg-breaking scene in it. It's good? I hated it, but I love this song. Wait, Josh, is the song in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the songs yeah, in true. the soundtrack are in the movie. If anything, that's the reason to see it. I remember like the Charlie's Angels reboot was really good at incorporating all the songs. I don't remember mm. Birds of Prey because honestly, I don't remember that movie, period. <laughs> but this song kind of outlasted um, totally. the impact of that movie, I would say. And a lot of people voted for it. It's a good, yeah. It was a good track. Yeah, the song was like uh, in a couple of lists that I saw. Maybe it was like already and I forget which list. It was like top 10 song of the year. And actually during our voting, like the first half of it, it was leading. It was like number one for mm -hmm. the longest time. I think at the time we talked, we said that it was like a weird combo of like Azalea and Nikki. Absolutely. It's like when Doja does real rap, she's pretty good at it. So let's hope she does that in the future. She's got a great charismatic voice. Yeah. In third place, we have Levitating by Dua Lipa. Congrats, Dua. Congrats, Dua. Not that she needs any other fucking awards. She's no. like, yeah. Truly. <laughs> As Joshi said on Twitter recently, she's been like gainfully employed. Yeah. What more, <laughs> what more could we say about Dua Lipa that she, everyone else, hasn't yeah. already mm -hmm. said? Her like publicist hasn't said to like every publication. Yeah. She's going to be an SNL tonight, I think. But. Levitating fully, like, for every demographic out there is just pure, unfiltered pop. And I like it. So thank you, Dua. In second place, that's gossip. Lady Gaga for <laughs> Babylon. <laughs> what a bop, honestly. Notice how it's not Rain On Me, which was very controversial mm -hmm. in the well, comments section. Thank you for that, I think. <laughs> I'm surprised at how highly this is ranking, but I guess the little monsters are still very prevalent. <laughs> no matter how many exterminators we order to the house, coming back, um, one of what? Yeah. Two good songs on the album? So Definitely one of the better ones. Yeah. yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Um, and the version that got released is better than the demo that some little monsters are still clamoring about. Oh, yeah. Hmm. The like house lab, lab makeup shit one, yeah. Yeah, this is how we forgot to mention. This got a lot of criticism for sounding just like Vogue at some point. People were like saying that this is just like a Vogue by Madonna. It was just like a bit housey, but like, yeah. I don't know. It's really gay. It like makes me want to move. I don't know. <laughs> the song has female vocals. It's just like Madonna. Bands in this kind of like like fashion way, you know, like, <laughs> like angular. Like I just can't explain it. And the winner of the category is mm. Chloe and Haley. For do it. Taste from our listeners, because this could have gone so bad. I mean, the list we just read, there's like... <laughs> I can so tell that, that your listeners don't necessarily identify as local. <laughs> judging <Yeah>. on <laughs> Interesting. 42% of voters included it. Oh, crazy. <laughs> it is... Stats, um, stats, stats, stats. I think I would say it's like the least local song of the list. But it's still local. But wow, what a song. It's such a tight package. Yeah, wow. It is a beautiful song. We've got to also make sure you guys send an award to their tennis court. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd say that was, that was the third sister. That was an amazing video. They really had a year, This the two sisters, with their like live performances. They did. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Props to them for getting it together, pulling things off that looked definitely fairly polished, getting some mm -hmm. new clothes. 
um, mm-hmm. all of that, being resourceful enough. Mm-hmm. Great year for them. And I think the the apex of the year was winning this award. Oh, they couldn't make it. They couldn't make it, yeah. They thought the award was too big for them. So yeah, they dis- decided to make it. But... <laughs> like physically, because they're so tiny. <laughs> they couldn't pick it up. Well, thank you, Chloe and Hallie. Thank you to all the local smashes of the year. And thank you, Christian, thank you, for Christian. coming back and hosting. I won't leave anything behind. So thank you so much. See you at the after party. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's time for another big one. Smash of the year, hot. We got little local here, Layla, with the details. Hi, locals. Hi, hotties. But especially hotties for this category. And also, generally, especially hotties. Hello also to Juan and Josh, the founders of the Hot Local Binary that we're clearly thriving in. My name is Layla, and I'm here to announce the smash of the year, the hot smash of the year, to be specific. So let's hit it. In last place, we have Chloe with Still Here. Ninth place, Rosalia Dolerme. Eighth place, Watch by Arca and Shy Girl. Seventh place, One Tricks Point Never, Long Road Home. In sixth, we have Perfume Genius on the floor. Fifth place, Christine and the Queens, People I've Been Sad. Fourth place, Freak by Shy Girl. Coming in third, we have Rico Nasty with iPhone. Second place goes to Rina Sawayama, XS. And the hottest smash of the year goes to Party For You by Charlie, Charlie XCX. Congratulations, Charlie. We love you. We really do. <laughs> Thank you, Layla. Thanks, Layla. And yes, you're right. We really do love Charlie. Uh, what a category. Wow. This is like a place for legends. Excellence upon excellence from the 10th place to the first place. Really all really good, amazing songs. Totally. Thankfully, this is the hot category. So that's what you get. Over 50% of people voted for Charlie. Crazy, yeah. Those votes added up. Yeah. Second place was Rena. That was, Um, to me, what was surprising, actually, because us, Josh and I, okay, the Academy, the Floppy Academy, we mm. added this nominee, (laughs) like, last minute, too. We, we, like, didn't really think that much about Rena, And we took it away. It really, like, really competed with Charlie for a bit. Yeah. And iPhone by Rico Nasty, also pretty shocking to me. I really love that song, but I didn't realize you had resonated with that many people. 34% of you, yeah. Again, as always, thanks for voting. That was a fun category. So thank you, Layla. That was a really fun category. And I'm really happy for Charlie. I think I've been, like, so vocal about about how much I love this song that I think in a way maybe I influenced the vote. Maybe. Oh, cocky you, now, are we? If you follow me on Twitter. Yeah, we're really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie deserved. Also, speaking of Charlie, happy birthday, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, edit that out. <laughs> okay, it's time for the last category one. How do you feel? Oh, well, I'm shocked that it's already the last one. But I think before that, we should talk about some of the funniest things that you have <laughs> words and lovely listeners listeners said in the comments that's a venn diagram by the way <laughs> <laughs> it's like a full circle the same thing um, 
Yeah. So as we mentioned, we have like comedy gold in the comment section. You guys really took a, although like you guys really ran with it. Pretty yeah. shocked. Someone said, if my Spotify were a house, I would lock its doors. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with my too. I regret voting for Union Buster Grimes in several categories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how we all feel. Um, someone says, needless to say, these results matter more than the Grammys. Needless <laughs> to say, I don't think anyone was doubting that at all, but it's worth <laughs> clarifying. <laughs> On a similar note, Hot Local Singles is the best podcast this year. Say with me. No oh, offense, right. but you saved the industry. And dolls, if you're going to announce the results in the Patreon episode, I'm suing your gay asses. <laughs> you guys are lucky we're so generous. And I do agree with we that, actually. Never. Not to be biased, but I can agree with that. Hollow Singles really did save the year, but I mean, I don't know. That's my <laughs> humble opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the next Thank one you, is um, homophobia trigger warning. The next one is Azalea <laughs> Banks deeming homosexuality a mental illness on December 6th. Yes, she did do that. December 6th of every year since, what, 2012? (laughs) (laughs) It's a national holiday. I think we get that day off work. (laughs) Thank you, Azealia. Here's one, an honorable mention for the year, finding love in a hopeless place, the place being unemployed at 27 years old. I didn't write that. All of us. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we all feel you. Oh my God. God. If that isn't the vibe for the year. Oh, yeah. My grander de Damien. Yes, honorable mention. We forgot to include a beautiful moment this year. A messed out bisexual DJing for his grander day. That's true love. In 2020, that is true love. That was like one of the first moments when I was like, you know what? TikTok's okay. It can yeah. <laughs> Bless Madonna of Redemption Arc. Me getting into a Twitter fight this year. Yes, iconic moment. Most yeah. level than it should have been. Um, but yes. Anytime you see me fighting on Twitter, please support me. Hopefully, I won't get into any more fights in 2021. In 2021, we'll put that behind us, yeah. <laughs> me as your manager and you as the talent. I am absolutely on the edge of my seat. I don't yes. know if you can tell from my voice. It's time for Album of the Year. Wow. What an important category. The most important category, some would argue, and by some I mean me. Juan, who sponsored this one? Who sponsored Album of the Year? At the Hot Local Singles <laughs> First Annual Floppy Awards. Remind me? Right. Who? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, you mean the sponsor. The sponsor, mm. yeah, yeah. I think it was the Grammy Awards themselves who sponsored <laughs> this because they realized they couldn't make a fucking decision, a good decision when it came to albums. So they decided to give it to us to actually decide which was the best album of the year. So thank you, Grammy Awards, for sponsoring this award. The winner does not get a gramophone, but they do get our respect, which, if you ask me, is definitely way more valuable. <laughs> Our respect. That is, yeah. yep, that is it. So we didn't type these out, which is fascinating. It's um, really, really interesting of us to, that we made the decision, but I can easily <laughs> glimpse from the Google Doc that in last place, <laughs> we have Chloe. <laughs> Chloe, maybe we could. Great that album. That was a good album. But a bit underrated, I guess. All the nominees for Chloe kind of flopped, unfortunately. Listener, listen to Chloe. Yeah, I think it's just not very well known, so I think that's a problem. K-L-L-O. Yeah, it's just not well-known. They are great. They're mm. Australian, and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? <laughs> They're Australian, but come on, give them a chance. Ninth place, bit of a flop as well. It's Little Dragon, New Me, Same Us. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I didn't know it was an album this year until I saw it on this list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that honestly says it all. 
Uh, and then you said ninth or tenth, whatever. The next one. Now this is eighth. Eighth place, we have Perfume Genius set my heart on fire immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Although Tender Queers came out and voted for this, but it was not enough for it to make it make a big splash. Great album, but I think not the best of the year. Okay, this one's like nipping at the heels. It's Keshnata Baba with barely more votes. Just than one Perfume more vote. Genius. A really long album. This didn't quite crack the culture, but it did get nominated for Grammys. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what are the odds? Maybe give it a chance. Who knows? It's up to you. 15% of you liked that album enough to vote for it for album of the year. Speaking of Grammys, the next album is perhaps the biggest album of the year. Definitely as thought by the Grammys. We have Taylor Swift with Folklore. of people thought this was worthy of including in their four best albums of the year. Uh, Honestly, Mm -hmm. I'm shocked. When I I was the one who included this in the the nominees, and I thought it was going to be like at least second, maybe third, but it really didn't. I think our our listeners are a bit more discerning than I expected. So (laughs) thank you for saying that. This was a trick uh, answer. I was trying to see what you you guys would vote. If you selected it, actually, your browser crashed. You passed the test? No, 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 no. As I've said in the past, Folklore is a good album, not the album of the year. And I think sixth best is a good spot for it. Okay, fifth place of album of the year. I'm just going to keep reminding you of what this category is. (laughs) Album of the year. (laughs) Decent jump, by the way, between Taylor and this one. Yeah. It's Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia. Yeah, also one of the hugest albums of the year. Also massively Grammy nominated. Um, Yeah. We've discussed this album. In fact, there's a whole episode for this album, so go back and listen. And in our last Patreon episode, I mentioned how it aged really well. And from my mm-hmm. first listen to now, I really have grown to like it way more. It has been through all my workouts in 2020. And I think these this album will define 2020. It was like very just like, we had it since March. It's been there for a long time. So mm. very 2020. The renowned 2020 disco revival so the next one, you said fifth, but I think we didn't realize there's a tie. So this is actually the third place because there's a tie in the third place. In third place. You're right. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> That's how math works. <laughs> That's how the Academy does it. The floppy Academy. <laughs> Honestly, amazing album side in, for, in third place. We have Grimes with Miss Anthropocene. <laughs> And Roisin <laughs> Murphy with Roisin Machine. <laughs> yes, Not listener. those two being in one sentence. Yeah, listener, I have had wine so far. It's, it's an award show. You're supposed to get drunk. People get sloshed at the floppies. Yeah, exactly. What a great tie, though. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful tie. Beautiful tie. I think maybe the hottest albums on this list, if anything, mm. I think. Like... Yeah. In terms of coolness, in terms of like um, hotness, as we call it here, actually, which is the opposite <laughs> of coolness, but you get the drift. You get what we're talking about. We're talking binary, baby. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful albums. Love both, especially the Grimes one. I mean, Grimes could have killed the baby this year, and I still would have loved her with this album. <laughs> well, congratulations to those two. We have mm-hmm. the top two next. And. Oh my God, wow. drum roll, drum roll. Oh my God, this is the moment everyone's been waiting for. Now, those of you keeping track will know what the number one is when I say number two. But number two of album of the year is Ungodly Hour by <gasps> Chloe and Holly. Oh my God. 
That means that if you've been keeping track, that the number one album of the year, the biggest floppy award goes to none other than Charlene XCX, How I'm Feeling Now. Congratulations, Charlie. This is a massive moment in your career. Thank you for releasing this beautiful album that obviously resonated so much with our listeners, even though it didn't really yes. in like wider culture and even like year end list, it hasn't been like ranked very high. Yeah, it's true. And wow, I'm honestly pretty shocked. It did extremely well. Like if, since the voting started, there was no question that it was going to win. There was a tiny moment when it was competing with Grimes for like the first yeah. day of voting. But then, but barely. Like yeah. we knew this one from the start. Fifty-three yeah. percent of you voted for Charlie, and you just can't beat that. I mean, yeah. Chloe and Hallie got thirty-six percent. So yeah, so it's big a big difference. Big difference. The hotties and locals have spoken. They have spoken, and there's nothing else to say about this. I mean, they're the, the most discerning people out there. I can't think of anyone better. For me, actually, weirdly, it is my favorite album of the year. I think we talked about this in the episode with Thought Top Banks or High T. I forget which one. Congratulations to all the winners. Thank you to all the announcers. You all got over your vocal nervousness mm-hmm. iconically well. Amazing. Thank you to all the sponsors. Thank you, Ford. Thank you, Tesla. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, what a crazy year we've had. A big year for Hot Local Singles. Um, we actually had like probably produced the most amount of content that we had since we started making our podcast. And we're really happy that you guys have liked it. The listeners. It is all about the listeners. And we love democracy. So thank you so mm-hmm. much for your opinions. Please tweet out your opinions, controversies. <laughs> Jason Derulo fell down the stairs <laughs> yes. at the first annual floppies. Um, I don't know if you saw that. That happened on the red carpet. In the next coming weeks, we'll be unlocking a couple of episodes from our Patreon just because we love you guys and we're really generous. <laughs> so that's on the main feed for you. And then we'll be back in January with some fresh hell, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you really soon. See you really soon and see you in December with the second annual 2021 Floppy Awards. (laughs) Wild applause. (laughs) Bye. Bye.